0: Welcome in, folks. It is time for the Dynasty Hour. My name is Jagger May in the streets and the Twitter sheets. You, you can call me Fantasy Blue Chip. And you can also catch me hosting over on Dynasty DGens and then over at Football Guys doing some other stuff and some more announcements coming soon. And then with me, as always, is Fantasy Jesus over there, always there to, to host our, our our big sister, the, the main flagship show, and then host of This Guy Sucks, Mr. Chuck Bass, our bass And then bringing sophistication to every podcast is Real Mr. Mallard, also known as Andrew LeDuc to us. How are you guys doing? It's week one, like like tomorrow. Like we have one more sleep till football. Think about that, folks. One more sleep.
1: That was exactly what I said last night. Two more nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm jazzed. I stood up
0: right, right, right now. now. Yeah. We're, we're here. I'm so –
1: We still got you, Jagger. Drag- we uh-huh. talking. We can uh, hear you. Humming. You're going to have a blue vein throbber? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're golden. We are we're talk- we're talking so, about let's our. Get we right can into hear you it. also. We're
2: talking about our raging voters.
0: <laughs> oh, I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to was say you have a blue vein throbber. Um, <laughs> 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 that's the one thing I did here was that. So, um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. happy with the awkward silence in there. No, it is kind of added to the comedic effect. But we're jumping in because we have lots of news. Week one is already filled with disappointment. Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee, and he is questionable. People keep saying he's questionable for Thursday. He's questionable for tomorrow. This happened yesterday. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. – I'm thinking that he's probably out. Um, it looks like anyone who's still stashed Noah Gray is feeling really happy. Um, but the real question is, where are these targets going to go? How long is he going to be out? Let's start there. Justin, you were excited. We'll start with you.
3: Oh, no, I'm, I'm not necessarily excited about that. I was just excited about the Noah Gray. <laughs> because I, I was a mad stasher of Noah Gray and Isaiah Hodgins, and it worked out for me last year with Isaiah Hodgins. He was on my taxi squad in a Dynasty League for two years, and I was just like, when I finally got to take him off, I was like, yes, let's go. And now I can say the same thing about Noah Gray. Hopefully, probably not. Some way or another, Travis Kelsey will make his way onto the field and probably still catch for 90 yards and maybe a touchdown. So who knows? But all I know right now is, is that if you were going with the old school approach of win now and get a bunch of old pieces that are kind of still good, you're kind of sad right now because Cooper Cup and Travis Kelsey are fucked for week one, possibly. Definitely Cup. Yep.
0: Well, don't, don't don't spoil the Cooper Cup thing. We got a we got all a whole little shindig <laughs> okay, on no. that. So I will ask you the question Justin, do you, who do you think is going to be the the number one target going forward and like do we even want that number one target?
3: In Kansas City? Yes sir. Is that
0: what you're the, talking only, about? the only city? Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. 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 Um I think <laughs> no, it'll not, be Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee. Well, I didn't know if we were still on the cup thing or not. Anyways, uh, we never got on it. What am I talking about? Uh, So I think it'll be like a week to week thing. I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes is kind of like that guy He'll he's going to like try and make sure he evens out. His attention with all of his kids. He's not just gonna spoil one kid because he's hella into football. Because all of his kids are into football, so he's gonna go and spend some time Kadarius Tony. He's gonna throw the ball to him a couple times. He's gonna probably give Sky Moore some attention. I don't think you can bank on one person being the number one, but I think you can bank on all of these guys possibly outdoing their ADP until Kelsey gets back.
2: Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how okay. I feel. So <laughs> he said shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, no, I'll um hold on. I'll I'll just jump in. While I'm kind of so I will. I'll, I'll say um if you're worried about Kelsey, you probably should be. But I mean, they're already looking to as we're going into the season. You take the injury out of it. Um, he was already last year. He played his lowest snap percentage of any year since 2014. They're already working down his snaps and his touches, or not his touches. They're already working down his involvement week to or game the game and just kind of maximizing where he can be used the most effectively so he might sit for a little bit it's kind of a one to five week injury I think this is great for the running backs I don't want to touch another pass catcher on this team this is one of the you take Kelsey out of this mix this is one of the three maybe two worst skill position groups in the league from a pass catching standpoint my point of view I think this is huge for Pacheco I think it's good for McKinnon you might even see Clyde Edwards to layer back in the mix which doesn't make me happy but it wouldn't make me surprised. Um, nobody's better at spreading the ball around than Mahomes, so you're praying for a touchdown. Otherwise, I'd be shocked if anybody has more than 40 yards in any game that Kelsey's not around.
0: Yeah, and it's like with the exception of best ball, this is weird because this is like one of the best offenses I want zero part of. If it's not best yeah, it's ball, crazy. I don't, I don't really crazy. want right. it. Yeah, because yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, like imagine hitting, like putting Tony in your lineup. I know everyone says Sky Skymore season, but like, I, I just think we really want it to happen. And I don't think it's ready. Like, like, again, I was talking about this in one of the various group chats that I'm in that I, I by by design. Let's just, no matter what, I don't draft Tony's and Skymore's I don't draft mm. gadget players that, and everyone just like, they don't have to route run because you got, you know, you just give them the ball in space. I'm like, okay, that's what everyone knows. Like, you think you don't think professional coaches and players yeah. know that, that that's the way that they get the ball? Like, like, it's just if that was the easy answer, Cordell Patterson would be a first battle of the Hall of Famer, you know, and he's he's a yeah. he's a baller, he's a baller, but he could run mm-hmm. routes. So it, it's a bummer. Anyone who drafted Kelsey first round, that's why there's no such thing as safe in the in any mm-hmm. of the round, you know, like in, mm-hmm. when, when there's injuries. You know, if he was playing, yeah, he's safe. We could say that, but like that's always the risk that we play. Um, and I, I own zero Kelsey as well. I know everyone. Everyone always asks me, that, like Jagger, like especially in redraft, like Jagger. Do you know that this isn't Dynasty? And like that's that's my secret, fellas. Is I'm always playing Dynasty. You know, I'm always betting mm-hmm. on players in their peak. And I'm and if Travis Kelsey is going to go first round, I'm probably I, I want to go elsewhere in that position and then hope that the tight end that i always take is going to disappoint me like they do every year all right so he was going
2: so he's going so high in redraft (laughs) that you literally cannot afford for him to miss any time and he's already going to week one with an injury it's it's painful yeah Yeah, but he
3: scores he scores the same amount as like a top five wide receiver so you kind of understand why he goes in that i'm not i'm not
2: saying he Justified for where he is, but he's talking about absolutely. Or I'm talking about like absolutely capped out. um The time that you're going to miss, based upon the time that you're going to miss from other guys, compared to who else you're going to start in, like replacement level stuff. You're behind guys who would be missing a Cooper Cup in the first round. um I think just from what you've invested in those resources.
3: No, yeah, definitely like, because your next tight end is like Chigo Conquio, and that's not going to make up for yeah. any of that rather than if you had Cup, yeah. your, maybe your next guy would be Garrett
0: Wilson. Yeah. So you could. Yeah, and and I'm not an injury expert by any means, but, like, we were kind of, again, in the, in the same group chat, kind of debating about, uh, and, and I guess we'll go ahead and transition, and this is a good segue into Cooper Cup, about, like, your older players. You know, like, like I love Devontae Adams as my wide receiver, too. He never falls to me there, but I don't yeah. like investing yeah. in older wide receivers as my wide receiver one. Because, like, like, I got a, shot, a chart shown to me, and basically, you have to be built like, quite literally, built different. You need to be a first ballot Hall mm. of Famer to break these exceptions. And that begs a question like, Travis Kelsey, he's built different. So, with him, I'm not going to hate anyone. Drafting him first mm. round. I'm just saying that shit happens and shit did happen this week. You can't even say it was age because a hyperextended knee, that's an accident. That's not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm old in my hamstring yep. like Cooper Cup, sure. which that's what I'm worried about. You know, like we got these compounding injuries here with Cooper <laughs> Cup because everyone's just like, everyone's so surprised. They're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's what happens to like 30 year old receivers. Like everyone was mm-hmm. like, why won't you take Cooper Cup? Why are you taking Jalen Waddle or anyone else that's under the age of 28? And it's just like like this is what it is for me. Am I too much of a dynasty player? Chuck, you're big, you're you're big redraft brain. So so let me know. Like like base me here.
2: Uh this one's really hard because it all happened so fast, right? Like everybody was kind of back in on what Cooper Cup and the Rams could be. Up until when was it? When was this injury? Could it have even been a month ago? Um, yeah, if I'm wrong it was on that a month ago, start. yeah. So it's just it's like the Cooper Cup made the thing.
1: first inside the medical tent, which was the very preseason week one. So, yeah, yeah.
2: so just absolute pain. And I mean, you want to see teams make the right call and rest him immediately, not rush him back. You know, we're going to talk about a couple of guys coming up that teams handling it correctly. Um, there's just way too much talent at wide receiver to have to play this game. You're going to be behind the eight ball the entire season. Um, I understand the opportunity cost of, you know, potentially having like a top five guy year in, year out. But like, what is that going to do for me when you can, you're could you drafting him around CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross, St. Brown? Um, it's just not worth the risk. And I'm already seeing guys whose teams are at a massive disadvantage uh, because they chose who could have been the wide receiver four over the wide receiver five. Um, and now that pick's going to fall down to like wide receiver 39. Just terrible.
0: That's an excellent way to put it. Exactly. Like like mm. to me, I'm on Ross St. Brown. Like we would think about profile. It's the same to me. It's the exact same. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't I want the younger, fresher version of that over Cooper cup? And I, I get it, man. Like, let's say that, like crazy stuff happens and i need to take cooper cup then i will take cooper cup mm-hmm. but i mean we've done a thousand drafts man and i get the combination of an eagles receiver garrett wilson alave i'm on, on resting around mm-hmm. routinely routinely i don't i don't need to get cooper cup so i just like like to mm-hmm. me i i know I, you never want a victory lap injuries. i love cup but like I, I i propose the debate that he's not he's not built different He's really, really great. He's a Rams great, but Mm -hmm. like he's not that Devontae Adams. He's not. Kelsey to me and and I don't know man again there might be zero correlation mm-hmm. this is like like only vibes.com like Chuck over here that <laughs> I just feel like some players have longevity and all those players seem to be studs like 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 no question yeah. whereas Cooper Cup you know like like we live too much in like a time bubble so then like as I move around to the group I'll pose a question to you Andrew um a player that I really liked even when he was drafted um and I invested heavily in him. Now I'm cashing in and and trading him is Van Jefferson. Do you mm-hmm. think that like where do you think he lands and what can he and what he can offer you? Obviously he's not Cooper Cup, but do you think he can give you steady wide receiver two weeks, like top twenty-four weeks, or even like a your occasional spike week?
1: Um, I'm not super confident in him, but I know he's getting a ton of hype, but I still see Van Jefferson as just what Van Jefferson is. He he's got a more limited route tree than, obviously than Cooper Cup. And I just don't see him being the type of mm-hmm. guy that takes the takes the game over. Um given how I feel about Van Jefferson, I'd rather take a shot on a younger guy like wh- how do you say his name? Puka Nikoa. I can't I don't know how to Puka say Nikoa. right but... Nakua, Yeah, thank you. I'd rather he's he's also getting a bunch of hype right now. He's coming up but Van Jefferson seems to be the guy everyone's rushing to the waiver wire for. Um I, I don't think Van Jefferson's production changes without Cooper Cup there. I think someone else steps up i'm not saying it's definitely going to be puka but i'd rather take the shot that it's going to be him um or you know one of the tight ends coming up um i hell i even say you know what kieran williams Kieran williams i think has a steadier option to get some more touches out of the backfield here uh and catches in the flats or some short slants so i'm not going all in on, on van jefferson on the waiver wire um or just in general in dfs this week
0: Andrew, Mark. it's so weird. I agree with you, but I disagree with you. Like I agree with you, but none for none of your reasoning, with okay. the exception of, of Puka Nakua. Like I think Ben like I think Ben Jefferson's a good route runner and a good player. It's Matt Stafford for me, man. Like I oh, just yeah, don't think too. yeah, I don't I don't think I think this whole team's ready to retire. McVay's yep. ready to retire. Right. Donald's ready to retire. Like em- we everyone's just week. like Yeah. Everyone's just like, okay, I guess we're gonna do this one more time. It's like it's like when you see a show like How I Met Your Mother, when it got like two more seasons, you're like, should it? You know, like No, they should
2: have wrapped this story up. They should have wrapped these plot
1: lines up. The the last season was rough.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So like like that. That's where that's where I'm at with the whole situation. But like Puka Nakua cost her nothing, and that like that, that's what it comes to the value. Like right now, especially in redraft. Van Jefferson is a is spicy. He's a he's boba tea right now. It's mm-hmm. two sips, but it's really nothing. You know, like mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, you didn't really consume anything. But like somehow you spent fifteen dollars. So you know, <laughs> like was it tasty? I like cool, that. But. Yeah, but now he needs some water.
2: <laughs> so he played – Van Jefferson and Cooper Cup didn't play a snap together last year. Van Jefferson played eight games without Cooper Cup or Odell Beckham, obviously. He didn't have a game with more than three catches one time, and that's with Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I don't see why that would change this year. It's, yeah. it's not what you want.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I cashed out my last share. I got a second – I was Smart. Van Jefferson and a fourth for a second – NFL. What? Would be good. That's great. Yeah, dude. That's What's great. happening
2: over there? People are crazy.
0: It. It, it was my brother in law. I love that guy, but uh, mm. I had to rip this jam
1: jam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so um, uh, Justin, we'll finish with you, and then we'll go to the the next topic. Um, mm. do you like Puka Nakua? Because like we're all kind of like Van Jefferson's like mad. Nah. Like like he's mad. I, I'm not. I'm not drafting him. I'm mm. off the boat. Where you at with Puka?
3: I love Puka Nakua. Um, I've said it plenty of times. I watched Jaron Hall tape, and I found Puka Nakua. This is a guy who's got a lot of great downfield talent. Uh, To me, he's a more explosive version of Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, he was just so much nice hype when he came out. You were like, oh, man, he could be something. And then next thing you know, it's three years later and you're like, wait, I'm still drafting him in the same position. He's still there at like the very last pick. Why is that? It's probably because he's nothing. And it's not that he's nothing as an NFL player. He's just nothing as a fantasy player. He's not going to flash. He's he's worse than Josh Reynolds for fantasy. And that's saying something because Josh Reynolds is consistently four for 40 and maybe he sneaks in a touchdown. Van Jefferson yeah. is like two for like 12 and maybe every once in a while he'll catch a bomb and you'll be like, oh, it's Van Jefferson season again. I'm ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Puka Naku comes in with the ability to run a Sean McVay offense. He, more importantly, he could run a Kyle Shanahan offense, which is pretty much Sean McVay just knocked off Kyle Shanahan's office. Um, so he can do all the end arounds. He can do all the Debo stuff. He can take short passes. They can script him for screens. They can do all this stuff with him. And I, I, just, I like the potential there. One guy also that I want to mention, Tyler freaking Higby. Don't tell me that Tyler freaking Higby's value didn't go up this year. Mm-hmm. With that news that Cooper Cup's going to be out, I guarantee you anybody who's drafting their homely right now, draft Tyler Higby right around, around 15 or so, and you probably will not be disappointed because that guy will get you like seven catches for 40 yards. 11 points right there. 11 points.
0: Yeah, that's um, – to me, Tyler Higby, yeah, his value went up, but it's kind of like when Doge's value went up, it's like, cool, it's still worth half a cent, and it went up to <laughs> you percent <know? laughs> It doubled <laughs> its <doubled. laughs> Double value. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's where I'm at with, with Higby. So, that's fair enough. Um, Dude. Half a
3: cent is worth a lot in this freaking tight end climate, though. Jesus, like, in, in, in this economy,
0: and in this tight end economy, that it, it is something. It's like I said, like I, I, I'm in a double tight end Devi league, and God. I'm, dude. It's I hate that league so much because I'm not gonna have a tight end for four years unless I sell the farm. It is double tight end premium Devi. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself? And it's like six years later.
3: Did um, you get into a league with David Gautieri? Did he sink you in a league? Did he put you in a league? That seems like something he would do. That's all. I'm, that's that's why I'm it shouting. Was, it's a around.
0: Brandon Hayes league. I was like, you guys love suffering. Don't bring me into your weird BDSM league. Oh, yeah.
3: Habee would do that shit too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haby, exactly. That is a hate. You know
0: what I'm talking about. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go back around to you. Um, Dubs and Watson, Christian Watson, that is, um, this is some pretty fresh news. We knew Dubs was having problems all off season. So, but Christian Watson, he's been, um, what some people are calling what I think Brandon Iuke is, which is like a wide receiver one at wide receiver two price. I don't believe it. I've never been a Watson guy. I'm not, I don't think he's like bad. I just don't think he's as good as what his numbers show because his numbers show that he's a pop player. Um, Do you like Jaden Reed um, or do you, are are you, is this someone that you're going to pick up or you're going to think is really going to raise in value? Do you think Luke Musgrave is going to follow what we all think is going to be a breaking of the mold when it comes to uh, rookie tight ends?
3: Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I like Jaden Reed. I've been drafting him a lot in the end of my drafts because he's just, he's there. I don't think a lot of people know his name yet um you know a lot of people have been infatuated with Marvin Mims getting Tank Dell like myself I was on Tank Dell for a while um but Jaden Reed's kind of been my new flavor of the month my little experiment I've been getting him in a couple of drafts and I've been I've been liking the value because it's all money at where he's going you know I can get him near to the last pick in every single startup draft right now as far as redraft goes not dynasty of course but redraft goes and You know, If I'm okay with him sitting, just like I would have been okay with Tank Dell, he's got plenty of time to to show me during the season that he can be a target hog at the slot receiver. Um, Also, I mean, Luke Musgrave, I don't really know what's there. I've heard he's very fast, and I've heard he's a decent route runner. So maybe that means something. I guess it has to mean something because you're a rookie starting at the tight end position for the Green Bay Packers um whatever that's worth but you know here's here's something for you I don't think Jordan Love is that bad and I want to pitch that out there while we're talking about this is going to be a hot takes episode I think Jordan Love has the top 15 potential this year call me fucking crazy but he's gonna have to throw it to somebody not just Aaron Jones I think one of these two guys could break out for sure
0: I don't think that's that crazy of a hot take like like nope. I tell everyone I don't know what Jordan Love is I don't I'm not one like like well if he was good then he'd be starting over Aaron Rodgers I'm like Aaron Rodgers had one bad year but he was still pretty good playing at a high level mm-hmm. for a long time and that's like i have been a hater but I, I I show respect where it's due you're not just mm-hmm. like Jordan like Jordan Love would have had to have been Patrick Mahomes to dethrone Aaron Rodgers. And like we're not saying he's that, but he could be very good. And I for one, I really like the the sum of of, of I like the sum of the parts of this offense. I love Jaden Reed. I love I love Christian Watson and I love dubs as that as a good wide receiver trio because they all do different things. And then Luke Musgrave on top of that. And then we forget Tucker craft is like a little double tap right there that they have where you have Mm -hmm. a lot of weapons. And then another guy that we forget that is an excellent pass catcher is Aaron Jones. So when it comes to being surrounded by talent, I don't think Jordan love can be in that much better of a situation unless it was like Brock Purdy or something like that. But uh, other than that, I think, um, I, I I think that he's going to be to me at cost, if, especially if you're going to punt your QB two and super flex, or mm-hmm. even if you're punting the QB one and single QB. Uh, I don't think that's 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 hot of a take. And like to get back to the original player, which was Jaden Reed. Uh, one reason I'm off Van Jefferson is because there's a shiny new Van Jefferson, and I'm ready to <laughs> see what he does. And that is Jaden Reed, man. I love a little second, third round route runner with a chance to get on the field. Um, So I'm all in for him. Um, Anyone want to add anything to Dubs and Watson before we move on to what I think is some controversy?
1: I'm ready for the controversy.
2: Um, I wouldn't say adding much. I just want to say um, I think that Matt LaFleur deserves everybody's trust and respect to develop an offense that will suit the talents of everybody that they put together post Rodgers. Um, and I'm really excited to see what they're able to do because I think it's going to surprise a lot of people.
0: Mm. Well, here's the controversy that I just – I almost love it because I think it's market manipulation. Tell me that Bill Belichick isn't a dynasty player. Tell me he, isn't. <clears throat> is he Like He's like, I'm going to insider trade like a mofo because Ezekiel Elliott is likely going to be the red zone back, the lead red zone back. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Like I I like it now, I guess there's two backs. We've been saying it this, this podcast, me, we've been saying it. Mm -hmm. Everywhere's a committee, guys, just Mm -hmm. get your, like, like strategize for whether you want the lead back or the bottom back. I still love Ramondre. And now again, I tweeted this in the, in the year of our Lord, 2023, I'm drafting Elliot at the end there because it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Chuck, I know you're, you're you're kind of in on Elliot at cost. So I'll let you take, take it here. How do you feel about Ramondre and how do you feel about Elliot separately?
2: I love this because, you know, it feels like they're the only two players on the entire offensive depth chart, which I know we keep making that joke, but I don't see any reason why we can't keep making it because every week something better and better comes out about both of these guys. I love them. I think this is a two headed beast. Um, I, I, I never subscribed to the idea that Zeke was washed. I just think that anybody playing next to Tony Pollard is going to look like me out there. So, you, you know, I still think he's got a pretty good amount left in the tank. Um, I like this offense to be a little bit more run heavy than it has been. I don't think Ramondre is going to feast because he's very dual threat capable. Uh, and I just think Zeke is kind of that, you know, that plugger going to, you know, eat up those red zone touches very much like we've been, you know, he's entering into the Melvin Gordon Mr. Steal Your Points phase of his career, uh, and God, he looks so good in that jersey. He looks so Ezekiel good.
0: Elliott's, Ezekiel Elliott's going to be the 2023's Jalen Tolbert. You guys Back. remember? Back.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, We all we all remember the Vulture, like <laughs> yeah. Jalen Tolbert, on there, and and it's like you said, man, like. Like, I, I, I sent out trades for Ramondre. And uh, here, like, the, the week before last, two weeks ago, every news was bad news to me. I was just like, mm. I was like, oh, God. Like, there goes my Lance shares, you know. Like, it was just bad news. Yeah. Bad news. This, the last two weeks, baby, it's like every week Nordstrom Rack has a blowout sale. I'm just <laughs> hyped as hell. I'm oh,
2: a- dude, <laughs> you know you know who he is? I'm trying to figure out the deep cut here. Mike Gillisley is back for the Patriots,
0: oh,
2: yes. he's back. Yeah. <laughs> Only better. I was going say,
1: because he was a bit of a disappointment for the Patriots. So. Three game,
2: three, he had three attempts for three yards and three touchdowns in his Patriots. Yes, debut. that happened. <laughs>
3: that well, is. You wild. wonder if Belichick says, you're in the Gillisley role now.
0: It's like you said, I, I think Zeke is, I guess, washed his relative. You know, mm. he is not Ezekiel. He doesn't look good, yeah. but I just mm. need him to follow me in the end zone, you know, yeah. every other week. That's what, that. that's what I need you to do. Yeah. Just, he'll do that because the Patriots
1: me. need him to do that too. Because they got, you know, yeah. it's just him and Stevenson at this point right now, really. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the offense goes. And look, he, for all those who drafted late this week, uh, you were still like on the eve of the season right now. His his ADP was still running back forty two and overall one twenty three. So you're getting him in that eleventh mm. round. Um, that that's a fan, still a fantastic price for a guy who at least in these first couple of weeks should be able to get you you know running back three numbers if not better. But uh, I, I wonder if they're the
2: I wonder if they're like a poor man's Gibbs Montgomery.
0: Um, I think they're um, a middle class man's. Yeah, oh, I, was nice. I oh, wouldn't Lord. call them poor man's. Yeah, man. I was about, to, Yo, yeah, I was about to say like like they're your right. bring your pale your lunch pail to work. Montgomery.
1: I think that I don't problem. even think they're that far off from Gibbs and Montgomery. Like, I feel that's yeah. that's they're, they're, that's pretty that's a pretty good comparison. Potentially, yeah, I mean,
0: it's yeah. like yeah, it was Chuck uh, and Kluge because <laughs> like. <laughs> What what had happened is I, I missed out on one share of take Bigsby. It happens, but yeah. Christian Williams got me. He got me. Like, of course, the Debbie guy got me on there. So I had to draft Elliot because I, I was tilting at that point. Because like again, fading running back is a dangerous game. You have like four rounds to get it done. And yeah. then I was like, yeah, I was like, Oh, take Bigsby's <laughs> gone, pivot, pivot, pivot. And I had to double tap Ezekiel Elliott, Damian Harris. And then in redraft, when you look at that, and even like it's running back, so like you're always playing redraft with running backs, no matter yeah. what format. You're always playing redraft. That's not ugly, man. If you got good receivers, it's not ugly. They're useful. Um, you're a Patriots fan as well, Andrew. You're positive about this too. And like I, me again, as a Patriots fan and a Ramondre owner, I don't want them running him into the ground. I'm okay yeah. with 15 to 18 quality touches, you know, so I get them all season. So um, are, are you buying Elliott? Have you drafted in the Elliott? Have you traded for him? What about Ramondre?
1: I haven't traded for Elliot and I haven't, I don't, I think I might have one Stevenson share across all my leagues. He's just a guy I wasn't able to grab when he was going, unfortunately. Um, but I have been, I ha- do have a, a handful of shares of uh, Elliot as like my, my RB four on a few teams. So, which uh, I'm satisfied with that. Um, like you said, cause I, I'm, I'm stocked up at other positions and he's someone I might be able to slide in given the matchup. So look, look as a Patriots fan from a team standpoint, um, would have I preferred to still have Damien Harris instead of Ezekiel Elliott? I th- I yeah. think so. I, I I still think that. Um, but I I think it seems like Elliott has bought in. It seems like he he's yeah. bought it. He he's very been very public about loving it here in New England um, and loving the culture. So like, hey, mm-hmm. if he's gonna buy in and he's gonna go out there and accept his role, um, that's the best thing for him and that's the best thing for all of his fantasy managers because that's cool. how you stay on the field for Bill Belichick. Mm.
0: exactly that like you buy in and like what this team needs to do is scramble and scrap for a wild card spot. Like yes. we're in one of the toughest divisions in football so you need to be competitive every game and the games that you're supposed to win you need to win. Like there's like a,
1: the, there's a local writer up here who had the hottest the, the spiciest hottest take I've ever heard. I heard it on the radio this week on on 985 the sports well, last week I should say. He said he he wrote an entire article um, and I, I feel what magazine was now, saying that the Patriots were going to not only win the division but sweep the division this year, not lose a single game.
2: Sweep. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I was about I, to say. And I, I, and I, did, I almost drove good my year, car we don't off the that. road. I almost drove my car off the road because I was like, <laughs> what did I just get? <laughs> I love Boston. Boston. Boston
2: Chiefs fans think they have that – I'm a huge uh, Homer in their blood. They don't know anything about what Boston fans got going on.
0: Boston are murderous <laughs> about it, too. The, the, it's, like, it's like we will drive our star player to suicide if we've got to. Win <laughs> Boston. You know, it's just like that is unhinged. And I'm like it's optimistic this year. Yeah, like, so we big haven't time. Done, like again, this is a guy that doesn't unst- doesn't understand st- statistics. Mm-hmm. We've only done that one year and we lost the Super Bowl. Like like mm-hmm. you just don't do that. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna lighten around through these so we can get have enough time for our hot takes. Really, this is called depth Chart Fuckery. This is the range that we're in. Like none of this matters mm-hmm. and all of it does. So I'm gonna go to the stuff that doesn't matter. first, and then we're gonna finish in the one little nugget that does. David Montgomery is the lead back. We knew that. That means he's going to get the early down work. Jameer Gibbs is like a joker. Is anyone shocked? No, no, moving on. We're all fans. We'll just we'll shove just past it. The, this one is fun. And I, I'm kind of, this is kind of bad news for me because I, I wanted DeAndre Swift just to be the guy. But Philly listed all four backs at, as a starter. It's such that a
1: is, troll job, though. That's what <laughs> I love it, it, it is. I fucking dude. love it. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
3: Oh <laughs> uh, Nick Seriani, the biggest fucking troll on the planet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've never I've never seen a coach so built for Philadelphia. Like he is he is built for Philadelphia, dude. Because like, like nobody's satisfied. We all knew it. We all knew it yeah, that yeah. this is how it's gonna be, but we were at least hoped that they would play the game a little bit and yeah. give us something to cling no, on. He, and he... he said, no.
1: He he fully accepted that forward slash, and I think he's we're going to see it a lot this year in his depth charts.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll go to the thing that does matter, that is significant, especially for dynasty. And I don't think we've talked about it enough, which is sad because a Chuck is a Bucks fan. Two, I scout rookies, and we're just smart people. But Sean Tucker is an RB too. If you weren't buying Sean Tucker all offseason or drafting him. That's on you, dog. He mm-hmm. was free. He was mm-hmm. nothing. He's been nothing. Like I've taken him in redraft. I've taken him, I've taken him in dynasty. I've traded back okay. in into the fourth round of Dynasty and said, oop, let me get him. You know, like like his heart may be broken, but I'll mend it. And I mean mm-hmm. that both literally. So Chuck, do you think mm-hmm. he has a chance to take over Rashad White? Because I think he's a better he was a better prospect than Rashad White in my Rashad White, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, he has got, and to piggyback off your point there, he's been the guy in every redraft league that when I hated like one of my picks in my draft, I immediately drop him and pick up Sean Tucker, who's been free in every single <laughs> league. It's been, yeah. we've been there, we all know how that goes, we all have those guys. Um, he has two things going for him, which is the uh, offensive coordinator just came out and said they really love what Rashad White can do, which is the kiss of death right before the season starts for Rashad White, you hate to hear that. Um, and secondly, um, what this team is going to be forced to do under Baker Mayfield, regardless of the rest of their skill position players is going to lend themselves to Sean Tucker's talent, uh, more so in between the tackles, um, and just his ability as a runner to break tackles and get to that second level, um, which th- honestly is the only thing I think that Todd Bowles is going to rely on. So, uh, wheels up for him and I don't think it'll take very long. Uh, this is a team that has to play a first place divisional schedule, despite having one of the lowest, um, odd win totals over under. So, I mean, they're just going to get hammered. Um, So, when people get hammered like that, they uh, they freeze up and they panic and they give the ball to the running back 25 times.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, Justin, do do you like Sean Tucker?
3: All right. Hold on. So, I do. I like Sean Tucker, but – I think that this thing got a little bit blown out of control. I compared him to Snoop Connor only in the fact that he was taken later or not taken at all. Obviously, I, I had to revise that, mm. that Snoop Connor was taken later and actually earlier than Sean Tucker. But they were both really hyped going into the season. A lot of people were like, oh, they were, Snoop Connor wasn't hyped. Yeah, it's because you're playing this uh, retroactive game where you won't look back and you won't look at the the – uh, comments and all the people that were saying, oh, Snoop Connor has a position going forward in Jacksonville. There were a lot of you that said that. I'm not going to call out names, but you know who you are. And third, they're on teams with terrible fucking lines. I mean, I don't care if Sean Tucker gets this by week two. What's he going to do behind this godforsaken line? No offense, Chuck. I'm sorry that your team's line sucks. Um, everybody's been there. We've all seen a, a line that's been terrible. But That's true. Yeah.
0: We all have. Yeah. We all have. Every we team goes have. through
3: it. We, we still are looking at like one up here. San Francisco had the Jim Sula years where I just didn't know if they were playing football, if they were playing Canadian football. I didn't know what was going on there. But I'm just being realistic here, guys. Sean Tucker – Whatever you want to say about him, I think he he probably would be better on somebody else's team. But I don't see him as anybody who's going to light the world on fire. Um, and I just I wouldn't waste a draft pick on him. But if he's there at the very 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 end and you want to take a flyer, I will not hate you on it. And he probably will be a waiver wire pickup at some point because I don't think Rashad White makes it through the entire season, mm-hmm. injury or getting replaced. I don't think he makes it through the entire season.
0: Well, Justin hates free candy. We all heard it, guys. Don't get him in the he <laughs> I, I, I was the kid stuff. at
3: Halloween that said, give me the apple, not the candy. Yeah. I don't want their
4: free yeah. candy. <laughs> yeah.
0: We got a wet blanket. Well, we'll pay some bills and we're gonna come back with our hot takes.
4: Fantasy Sports Corp and Underdog Fantasy have teamed up to start your fantasy season off in the win column with best ball. What is best ball? It's quite simply the easiest way to win. No team management. No trades. No waivers. It's their biggest contest ever and it has only gotten bigger. You simply have to sit and win. You don't even have to set your lineup. Always get your best score every week. Just enter a contest, draft your team, and Underdog will do the rest. What could make this even better? How about free money up to one hundred dollars using our exclusive promo code? Go online now and use the promo code t s s dynasty to double your deposit up to one hundred dollars. You tell them gingerbread sent good girl
0: good girl and guys it's d f s season so they're like not like. Before, you should have been loading up on puppy dogs, uh, puppy bowls, whatever. I mean, if you like puppies, you can load up on them too. But now it's it's DFS time. This is a year where you're really mm-hmm. a degenerate and you're sweating bullets. You're trying to win parlays. This is the year. Make sure to use that code. So we're going to talk hot hard, hard takes. Um, we'll we'll start with me and then we'll swing to Justin. We'll, we'll just go clockwise. Um, mine is, I think that Brock Purdy is going to lose his job by the end of the year. I'm not saying that Donald is better. I'm just saying that no one, all of them are kind of mediocre and they should have, they just should have done a better job. Like overall as front office management should have done better. So, um, I think we're going to, we might be hearing the Brady rumors week eight or something. Um, and I think right now, especially Brock Purdy is a huge sell because let's put it this way, regardless of what you think or what they say, all it's going to take is for them to be on like the playoff bubble. Or let's put it this way. If they're not leading their division, then they're going to be ready to move on because they're not married to him <laughs> whatsoever. He is a seventh round pick. And I, I'm, I'm prepared to be wrong. I'm prepared to be wrong. I'm just saying I'd rather cash out and have and – especially in fantasy, I'd rather get a quarterback that gives me a rushing four. because regardless of what Brock Purdy does, he's not consistently going to give you even Daniel Jones numbers. Justin, you're the 49ers fan, so we'll take it back to you. Did I break your heart?
3: No, not at all. You'd never break my heart, Jagger. I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't have a heart at this point. And you you got to be able to, to have a – you know, nothing be personal in fantasy or regular football. People will always be tearing you down. Plus, my family is, like, all Raiders fans, so they've been all hating on 49ers for, like, ever. Um, oh. So <laughs> nothing you can say that I have never heard before. But I will say this. I think that Brock Purdy has a chance to lead this team far. And a lot of people don't believe in this guy. And I, for me – I look at it as I've seen this offense completely, you know, upgrade from the degenerate that it was. I mean, this thing was terrible with Garoppolo. A lot of people want to say Garoppolo won. No, the defense won a lot of games, and Garoppolo was just there throwing passes. Um, he didn't lose. When, That's what it was. He when, didn't lose. Yeah, exactly. When Brock Purdy stepped into that offense, Whether you want to say it's just because he was a rookie and they didn't have tape on him, they put up 30 fucking points a game outside of the Eagles game. 30 fucking points a game. Jimmy Garoppolo was lucky if he ever hung 30 points on somebody, if it wasn't help from frickin' the defense or anything like that. So I choose to believe that this team is much better with Brock Purdy. He's a much more decisive passer. And, you know, I think that that's what you need in a a Kyle Shanahan system. Um, So – yeah, I mean I'm very happy with Brock Purdy right now. I hated the Lance situation, but at least it's over and he gets a fresh start somewhere else.
0: Andrew, where are you at with my hot take? Is it is it too hot? what what, what is it on the spicy meter like like it's B dubs or something and you're ordering wings?
1: Um I is pretty spicy because i i'm more so leaning with Justin that I, I think Brock party will be okay to where if he does lose his job I think it would be later in the season i don't think like I don't see him losing it on a time like timeline like you're projecting here so um I guess I'd say i'm it, it's quite spicy for me
0: i just here, here okay I, I'm gonna double down. I got you. Is it you crazy want. to say that Sam Darnold is a better prospect and could be a better prospect than Brock Purdy? Like, beat me. To
3: you beat me to it, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> better prospect? Sure. Better player? Better actual player? No. Mm. Definitely
0: not.
1: Mm. not I, was talented. Talented. I was, was more talented I was... arm
3: strength wise. Mm. 100%. He's got more natural attributes. 100%. But as just a raw, as a dog, as just somebody you want on the field every single down, leading your team. Tell me you don't want Brock Purdy. Tell me you want Sam Darnold. Please, please, just tell me you want Sam Darnold on your on your team. Leading, I, I want leading Sam Darnold. The,
2: that was easy. You want Sam Darnold?
3: That's yeah. Sam Darnold was up.
2: Sam Darnold was up three touchdowns on the Buccaneers in Week 17th here in the entire to win the division. The entire team crumbled. You said that Brock Purdy is going to take the 49ers far. The 49ers are going to take Brock Purdy far. I think he is one of the luckiest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. I don't think he has what it takes to play in the league. And I think that the defenses are going to catch up to them. And there's not a team in the NFL that has more – that has it is on the hot seat more than the 49ers are right now, and I do not think that they will hesitate to pull the plug, like he said, and go right to Sam Darnold. Because I've seen I, there are much worse quarterbacks than Sam Darnold that I've seen execute this 49ers offense. Uh, the, the, the floor is too high,
1: yeah. I mean, exactly. they might do that, but
2: I, at I don't as high a level Donald. as they did last year, yeah, significantly no, higher, yeah. probably higher, maybe. What,
1: what you guys are missing here about Sam Darnold is that he already won his Super Bowl for the year, he made the team. Like that, like he, what? What's he got to play for now? He's he's already hit his high for the year. That's I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be funny, but I'm the also the great ones. Always, the great ones
0: always have that <laughs> carrot dangling
1: in front of them. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, well, he's not a great one, so. Well,
0: let, let let's call it a house divided, and then we'll go to the next <laughs> take because I again, like i I'm, I've quietly stashed yeah, like a, a lot of Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, I've quietly stashed Sam Darnold. We'll go to Andrews. I don't think this is a hot take. I think so, on the, so. I on the misunderstood
1: data. the assignment. To be fair, I misunderstood the assignment. Okay, <laughs> I, I thought you were looking for week one hot takes, not season no. long hot takes. <laughs>
0: season long hot takes. Um, if you were going to say season long top ten, this is a take. So that would be I hot take for a... season long. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to use it? Uh, I'm here no for one it. No,
1: screw it. Why not? Why not? Because I do yeah. like David Montgomery. And here's the David thing, David well, Montgomery. I really like David Montgomery this week specifically. I think he's a smash play for week one and you brought up DFS. He's uh, he, in, in the showdown lineup. He's only 6,600 and 9,900 for your captain spot. And I think he could, it's very realistic. He gets in the end zone twice this week, uh, tomorrow night. So, I mean, I, David Montgomery seems like just a smash week one play for me, period.
0: A hundred percent. And my starch sits, he's, my, he's my running back to start because uh, like, like, mm-hmm. um, um Sigmund Bloom uh brought up uh, like like basically to stop the Chiefs, the Lions need to do what they do best, which is grounded pound football
4: mm-hmm.
0: and and play a tough brand and keep Mahomes off the field. I mean, that's like to me, that's the obvious that like there you can't expect Jared Goff. Actually, Jared Goff has done a shootout with Mahomes. I've watched that game. He's but he yeah. with the Rams. But um I, I love Montgomery. But for the season, game. I think that he's gonna be I think he's top 10 for, for, for the season. I, I don't know. Like you think about, you think about what Jamal Williams just did. David Montgomery's an upgrade. So, so like, top 10 is, is in his range of outcomes. It's not like to me, that's not hot. Like if anything, it's like, it's like garlic Parmesan with a little bit of kick on it. Like, like to me, it's very realistic. Is that wishful thinking? Because I'm on this bandwagon with you a hundred percent. I know Chuck's there. Where are you at? Justin?
3: Uh, yeah, no, I 100% believe David Montgomery can do it. I mean, if Jamal Williams could do it. Why couldn't David Montgomery do it? He's a lot better of a back, so I mean, he's exactly. gonna offer you a ton more on the receiving end. You know, I know Jameer Gibbs is there to play the Joker role, but we don't even know what that fully entails at this point. And mm-hmm. you know, this could totally be a sit-it season for him as far as like take a backseat to David Montgomery. Learn how to be a good running back from a good running back, and then next year be a great running back. So I don't mm. know. I I think this is this offense could easily. It's already shown that it could supply two running backs with enough points. But I, yeah, I I'm with you guys. I think David Montgomery is a steal at this point. He's
1: he's fallen he's so far, steel. and Jameer Gibbs is is right there. He's next still to so 100. high. He's going like the. Yeah, he's going in like the third round right now. Third, yeah. fourth round it seems. Yeah, yeah. Game like, yeah. Do you do you think Dan Campbell's the type of head coach where if, if Montgomery does get off to a hot start here, then he just kinda goes with that that theory of well, we're just gonna ride him and let Gibbs chill. Like do you think he's the type of head coach that'll do that, or do you think he's gonna try to force his young guy into the field? I just the think field? they
0: can play I think they like Montgomery's going to have to come off the field. And like one thing that I've really saw this preseason is that Jameer Gibbs has improved a lot as a pass blocker. So mm-hmm. I think definitely in those passing two minute drills, third down, regardless this year, he's going to be on the field. And then on top of that, if you think about how depleted this receiving core is without James uh, Jamison Williams. He's going to be playing in the slot. I know we talk about this every year, but this is the one year where, like again, you got your CMCs, your Gibbs. These are guys that are for real. Like they, like 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 mm-hmm. they are really quality receivers. They're going to have them on the field at the same time. So, like again, well, like like yeah. we've been talking about, it's it's wheels up for both. I'm I'm here for both mm-hmm. of them at cost. I've I have tried to draft. Gibbs in the round. I'm fine. drafting him in round three and you know, I hate mm. running backs. He's the yeah. only one that I'm, I'm willing to do it. So I'll, um, I'll
2: throw a, another wrinkle in there at the end is that something I really love about Ben Johnson, the OC there is that he doesn't come from this LaFleur Gruden tree. He doesn't come from this Andy Reid coaching tree. He's like kind of forging a new path for a different kind of offense and what it could look like. And we have really no idea. Like how wild they could get this year, and I think there's a lot of opportunity in that. It should be a lot of fun.
0: Yep, yeah, I feel really good about it. And with that, we'll go to Chuck's hot take, which I kind of like. And and to be honest, it, like it, it, yeah, it, I, is it though? Because like no. No. the 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 only the only thing that I don't think this is a smash, it, and it has nothing to do with the quarterback. Uh, I guess I'll say it. Chuck's take is Dallas is going to ride a top five QB running back wide receiver and defensive special team to a number one seed in NSC. I would say that this isn't a hot take for one reason. And that's Mike McCarthy. Everyone, everything else. I think that Dak Prescott can play quarterback. CD lamb's great. We all like CD Tony Pollard is tony pollard whatever you think about him and they have a lot of pieces on this defense that somehow didn't do well after one year i don't know that, that was a weird year they had a weird one run funnel defense so i don't think as this is that hot um justin what do you feel about this i don't
3: know dallas was my pick to win the nfc east i think philly got away with a really easy season last year i mean you know, it, it's it's hard to get to the Super Bowl, but when you have limited injuries, you have one of the easiest, if not the easiest, schedule. And then, you know, at the end of the time, at the end of the day, you got really lucky with, you know, essentially destroying a man's elbow in the NFC championship game. You cruise to the Super Bowl. So I think the Eagles got off a little scot-free. Um, and I think that Dallas has the ability to really test the Eagles and that. Kind of young defense now because they yep. moved on from a lot of guys mm-hmm. and they got them to the Super Bowl and replaced them with great rookies, but still rookies, still need time to figure out the NFL game, still haven't played at that high of a level, still haven't played really against grown men yet. So I think this could be a year where the Eagles kind of take a, a step back, maybe get into a wild card position, and the Dallas Cowboys go forward with the additions of Brandon Cooks and Micah Parsons being an absolute force from what mm-hmm. we've seen on practice reports.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. Um, Andrew, do you got anything to add before we pay the bills one last time?
2: I've got a pitch here if you guys want to hear the pitch and then break it down. So you covered the defense. That's pretty speaks for itself. They add Stefan Gilmore, who had a very nice bounce back last year. Number one defense in the league, I think. Uh, cd lamb that's really easy 400 targets in three years increasing his target share significantly not worried about cooks even though i kind of like him not worried about gallup at all um should be a lot of fun there tony pollard the threshold to finish as a top five rb in production is 19.5 att- total, total touches per game i think that's extremely achievable for the cowboys uh running back one plus they don't have any depth behind him that i'm really worried about uh, the big one is Dak, but I'm actually a little bit – the more I dove into the, um, the offensive coordinator, uh, Brian Schottenheimer, and what he was able to do in Seattle, you know, Russell Wilson under him finished QB1 and QB3 two out of three years. A lot of play action to set up deep intermediate passing down the field. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of opportunity there. And, you know, once again, to bring up top five, um, 22.2 points per game was top five last year. Dak finished at 20.5, so it's only a little bit more. Plus, they finish with Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit to close the season, which is a week 17 correlation. Darling, I'm very excited for this team to be the number one seed and then lose in the divisional round.
1: <laughs> that does oh, sound man. so Dallas. Mm. That mm. is like,
0: I was like, I was like dude, like, like, that is if we got the NFL script, like, I'm like, oh, okay, mm. so we're doing this again? You know, it's yeah. like the same
1: thing. Get <laughs> it together, guys. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wrote all that down. I had to get it out. Sorry. That's
0: no, good. no That's worries, good. man. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Like I said, like to me, it, it's I love all the players because, like, like I, even me, I underrate how good this. this group of pass cutters are because jake ferguson's for real i think i Mm. think like he flashed already last year and dallas has kind of proven that they can churn these guys out like these quality guys then on top of that you know michael gallup is their wide receiver three they don't like 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 brandon cooks it he produces everywhere everywhere Mm. it's it's it's, like to me i feel like he's safe Ceedee lamb isn't gonna have to eat a lot of the coverage that he saw last year so um, it's, it's Mike McCarthy is the, the thing that worries me. So we'll pay yeah. the bills one last time and then we'll finish off with Justin's hot take. I don't even know what it Jazz, is. Jazz,
4: Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering. For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wages. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch, you'll come with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new members deals. Jazz Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for online wagering.
0: Jazz Casino. And now for the big reveal, because like I said, I don't even know what Justin's hot take is. What is your hot take, Justin? What is it?
3: <laughs> well, it's
0: probably
3: that like uh, that habanero, but not the spicy habanero, like the mango habanero of hot takes here. Uh, I'm gonna say Ooh, like that, that the LA Chargers win the AFC West by beating the Kansas City Chiefs twice on mm. the back of Justin mm. Herbert's MVP season. Mm. Bro, yeah.
0: that was mango habanero. Because at first I'm like, that's not hot. And then you kept going. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get
1: like cracked up on It, was just, was
3: saying, yeah, it went for a sure. to a little
0: bit. Oh, baby. That really spec- habanero. <laughs> <laughs>
3: really Maybe specific. Blue cheese for that would. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like 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 Chuck said, he got really specific. It's like like bro, <laughs> did you make a parlay? Like that feels yeah, like that's a it's parlay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is the season, bro! It's all in. It's all locked
1: in.
0: <laughs> Andrew, uh, how do you feel about this one?
1: Uh, so same thing. The, the first part of that, um, I'm pretty sure actually. When I ran out my week by week predictions, I did have the Chiefs losing both times to the Chargers. So like that, I'm right there with that. Um, but yeah, the, the rest of that is, uh, quite, uh, that, that's quite spicy. That's, uh, that's clenching the butthole kind of spicy right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what What's weird is it's like, it's spicy, but like a lot of things have to happen. Is yes. Justin Herbert MVP caliber? Yes. He's MVP caliber, yeah. but like, are, are all of his receivers going to stay healthy? Let's hope. Is Brandon Staley a good coach? I don't know. Uh, one year I thought he was, and the next year I'm like, maybe he's not that good. So I, I don't know. And then like two, he is in a division with Patrick Mahomes, but the Chiefs got a lot of problems. Like we, we underestimate um, Chris <laughs> Chris Jones. Uh, I'm sorry, the private chat's going ape shit. Uh, Chris Jones is uh, is holding out right now. Travis Kelsey could be injured. Um, so. I don't know, like, like it's again, it's spicy, but I like the flavor. Let's put it that way, mm. Chuck. I like, I like mm. give us your thoughts on here.
2: This one's really hard because I really want that to happen. Um, I love Justin Herbert and I love the Chargers mm. uniforms. Um, I don't know how those connect, but they do somehow. But you look at. <laughs> You look, and the Chiefs, man, the Chiefs and the Chiefs fans are asking for not, they're obviously never going to have a bad year with Mahomes, but they're asking for a down year with what they have going on right now. Losing Chris Jones, not, you know, potentially losing Kelsey. That's just not what you want. Charger schedule is fucking crazy when you look at it. It is brutal who they have to play. But if your quarterback's playing at an MVP level, they usually take care of business. So I like it. I like it a lot.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, to yeah, it's like I said, it, it's spicy, but it's a good flavor. To be honest, mm. I think mine is like the least likely to happen because, like, like they seem to love Brock Purdy the most. So um, I don't know. And like, I'm not a Brock Purdy hater. Like, this is a good story. I want him to be good, but I am too jaded and too mm-hmm. much analyst brain, and just know better. You know, like, like, it's like Justin said, man, we're at this, we're at the level now where I'm so far removed from my fandom for the most part. Like, you know,
2: yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's hard to get excited for storylines when you just kind of know the reality every year. Um, and then i and I think the most likely to happen is definitely Andrew's. So, like, Andrew, you got the garlic palm, the, the yeah, garlic palm. It was the simple one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 like yours is mild. Mine is like, that funk ass like jerk chicken sometimes it's good but sometimes it's bad you know <laughs> and then you got jested with the mango chuck i think you're 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 like classic traditional like it's one where it's spicy but like all the ingredients are there like like you know it is pretty like if you really think about it it's just like is Mike McCarthy a shit coach? That's what that's that's the only that's the only thing. Is Mike Mike McCarthy yeah. gonna fuck this up?
2: That's the line because <laughs> he, he had Rogers, he had Rogers forever, and then they had Kellen Moore. So now this is him like on the ice by himself, and we'll see if he's our buddy, guy yeah.
0: yeah. Well <laughs> that will end the show this week, folks. We'll come back. We'll have more for you because we actually had some real football and real data and real opinions about real things, and the speculation is over. As always, my name is May in the streets of fantasy, fantasy blue shit. <laughs> fantasy blue shit.
1: Blue shit, let's go. <laughs> blue shit, <laughs> nice. everybody.
0: Fantasy blue shit. It's after you have a lot of blue Kool-Aid. And then what this is always Ooh. is host of – this guy sucks. Our basshole, Chuck Bass, and then host of Divots and pivots, real Mr. Mallet, Angela Duke, and then, and then Justin Herrera with us, Fantasy Jesus to save your lineups. You can also catch him on TSS uh, flagship show every week, and we'll be back next week again, guys. We're here. We're here. we we're what we did it. Football's here. Love you guys.
4: Go.